for investment i would say do your due diligence well because of course you don't want to fall for so many ponzi schemes that we have out there right now so do your due diligence and um, also um, set your investment goals so for example if um, you have an investment maybe a short-term goal or a medium-term goal or a long-term goal however it is there are different investments that you can do to achieve all of those goals that you have so maybe maybe shares maybe um, maybe stocks maybe um, mutual funds maybe treasury bills whatever goal you want to achieve i mean just set your goals and invest in that line right and also um, understand your level of risk some people are risk averse some people are risk tolerant so understand your level of risk so that would help you to to know the type of um, um, investment to to go into hi guys i'm so happy to have you once again today on another episode of clustered knots and it's a pleasure having you join me today and as you know and if you don't know you have to go back and check out our, our recordings as you know we've been talking about management and last time we talked about time management how you could manage your time to even get the best out of the time so not to just bore you with that you can always check that out on uh, you see them pre- the previous ones we did and today we'll be talking about um financial management you know money management and everything that is with money and you know money is very important you know you know know what i'm saying <laughs> so today we'll be looking at our financial management and today i have uh, you know one of my mentees you know those people that we've trained when it comes to money and she's here to share her story i'm just joking anyways you know uh, she, she i believe she's even the best to talk about this you know she's she has worked with i think i've said you know a lot of times today but you know let's just run it that way <laughs> uh she she's worked with um big falls even back in nigeria one of the top falls ey i think and uh she's also you know when you when you've trained someone well and she's doing well you always see the effects and uh, i just said that uh one of the big four in the netherlands also called her to just move over there so i have uh Oyebola with me doing this with me can you just Welcome Oyebola with me. Thank you for joining today. Thank you for having me, Toby. It's it's a great pleasure. And you guys, you can see, she never denied the fact that I trained her when it comes to... <laughs> Indeed. Uh, to that. So, uh, when it comes to money and when it comes to money management, I've always heard people say, uh, of course, maybe it's true. And uh, there have been times I said uh, things like, money is not enough or okay i still need more you know people even use this slang dangote still they find money what's your own take when it comes to uh, do you believe as an auditor and of course someone in financial line do you believe you can get to a point in life whereby you know that now i'm done making money or this is enough i just want to go and rest what do you think about that well to be honest money is actually never enough because even the richest of people still try to make money and make more money um but um i would say that a lot of people are so bad with 
planning and budgeting and it looks like even when they have a lot of money it's still not enough for them some people earn a lot and they still run into debt and they still ask for urgent 2k and they still i mean don't have money at the end of the day so it's not about money in that sense it's about um proper planning proper budgeting so um yeah money is actually never enough to we have different wants and needs that we want to i mean achieve so i mean and also even as you earn more like your your needs i mean expands you want to get more things exactly so IQ now going on vacation. <laughs> you don't do that when you're in Nigeria. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, money is never enough. But no matter how little it is, if you can plan well, if you can budget well, the little you have will be enough for you. And you'll be surprised that it will even be more than enough. So yeah, money is not enough, yeah. but proper planning would make what you have enough. But I can't remember the time I sat down to budget. Uh, do you think it's so important or maybe we use our head to just budget sometimes to budget and write out things how do I need to spend this how do I need to yeah. spend that? what do you think about budgeting generally or planning because I think from even what we are just talking uh, about it looks like though we talked about time management the other time but it looks like even the same thing that uh, the person that came up said to like it's more of planning you have to plan your time plan do you think we should be so rigid when it comes to that like, okay I'm spending $500 or euros or naira on food and once I spend it I'm done spending what do you think about budgeting and how intentional should we be when it comes to budgeting uh, or how strict should we be i like the word intentional because that was what i wanted to mention you need to be intentional about budgeting because truly if you don't um plan well you are definitely just you, you are going to fail i think this this word says if you don't um if you fail to plan you are definitely planning to fail so planning and budgeting is essential for to achieve your financial goals and to uh, whatever you're trying to achieve so uh i would say planning is very essential and it's it's the bedrock for a good financial decision so for me as a person i i try to plan and budget well because if i don't then i won't be able to meet up with my financial targets and i mean what of you so yeah, planning and budgeting is very, very essential when, when, we, when we talk of money management and even in every other area of our life, planning and budgeting, well, in, in terms of um, money management now, planning and budgeting is very essential. But now I've seen situations whereby you, you planned and maybe you budgeted some money to go into this and then maybe things are not working out the way you've planned it. Let's say you've planned a thousand naira for data uh, as very common in Nigeria or maybe even for food now you might plan maybe $200 for food and you notice that uh, it seems like I'm going hungry in this house or or the data is not enough (laughs) I need to expand it do you think that uh, people should because okay there are people that will still ask you for Gen 2K and really they plan to what do you think (laughs) is it so important to maybe revisit those budgets sometimes those plans when it's not working out yeah for me i would say consistency so 
a lot of people would um, say they are budgeting and they I mean set unrealistic goals for themselves so for example if I earn 50,000 era and I have budgeted to say oh I'm saving 15,000 era for this month I mean I feel like that it's reasonable and that's enough but some people would say oh I mean I want to save 30,000 era and in the next two months they don't save again and then so I feel like it's it's very essential for for you to be consistent with your with your with your savings uh, and everything so when you're consistent it's it makes it more reasonable and and then it's it makes you want to be disciplined in that sense if if you then save like um a fraction of your or a percentage of your salary consistently you'll be able to achieve your other needs so the urgent to pay your transport whatever whatever other I mean basic needs that you that you that you have you'll be able to I mean also then look into that so I think consistency is is very important and also saving I mean realistically I think the realistic aspect also is important as we've mentioned you know uh because there are times you just want to do it maybe someone told you about something or someone just got a new car and you're thinking okay i want to buy mine to next week how can i save towards it <laughs> maybe a day i have to save this so 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 amount of money and you're not necessarily thinking about how you can get that money in itself like all your thought is the amount of money you should save you forget about all the expenses and after maybe the first month or the two months you can no longer save anything and <laughs> yeah. it affects you mm-hmm. so uh, of course you you already talked about um uh, budgeting and then saving and then what's your take when it comes to people generally um of course they are saving and everything but it seems like this income seems not to be enough and i won't blame people for asking when there is need seriously well i'm just looking at maybe because of i'm not so comfortable mm-hmm. asking people generally yeah well, same as me because you feel like okay this person might get tired at some point when you're always asking so what i'm saying in essence is in a situation whereby you you've even planned but it seems like what you're earning or what you're getting is not really uh, falling into that budget is there any advice mm-hmm. you have for such people generally because now and you know people easily get comfortable asking and when i talk about advice especially considering more of nigerians case because you know that to even get a job is very difficult <laughs> so yeah. now i've budgeted i've planned it seems like okay i'm still trying to be realistic i, I had someone earning 29,000 naira a father <laughs> of three children and even the wow. guy is, the guy is thinking of getting married to the second wife so I, s- <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I, I saw it on justice court so uh, the reason for asking questions this kind of question is <laughs> no for such a person he can sit down set a realistic goal budget <laughs> there is no way that guy wants to budget the possibility of say asking for another agent to okay later on is i so is there any way you advise someone like that or anything maybe a tip for someone like that that even after budgeting after doing all that it still is not making sense than to still look out there for other things yeah yeah i would say that you create um 
wealth for yourself and you look for other sources of income you don't have to always do the nine to five job if the nine to five job is not giving you what you want and is not making you to um, achieve your financial goals and your set targets i feel like you can always then look for i mean other sources of income to um to add up to what you already have so uh, yeah i mean create wealth look for other sources of income and most importantly i think what i would say is um like someone would say the greatest form of investment is in yourself mm. try to also invest in yourself if you invest in yourself you you become more um more valuable to your organization and wherever field you are working in so if, if you invest in yourself you 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 then be able to to create wealth for yourself so mm. yeah the, the greatest form of investment is actually the investment that you have done in yourself because that will definitely not lose value in, i mean it's it won't lose value because it would also then create wealth for you in the future so yeah i, I think that um you if if your current income is not giving you what you want the 29k scenario yeah mm-hmm. look for other jobs that um would give you more money and if you don't have that capacity if you don't have um that capacity then you you build capacity in yourself you add value to yourself do whatever maybe professional courses or whatever just make sure that you're doing something you're not standing in one position make yourself valuable and make yourself better than your um, colleagues and your contemporaries thank you for that and i believe most times we are so comfortable in what we are doing because we are not so we are not so sure of the, the next place we are going to so if i'm collecting twenty nine thousand, and i might feel like oh if i try to do other things i'm not so sure if the business or any other thing i want to do might succeed but i think the best as we've mentioned is try and even look for something and see how it can work out and all you know uh, i know someone that is really do into a greek now he finished school and he's been doing this thing and i don't know much about okay how he's doing in that thing but for me i still feel like maybe on the long run it might definitely be better than even someone looking for the nine to five especially mm-hmm. in the situation we have in in nigeria so it's more of okay how can i improve things for myself as you have mentioned and thank you for that so let me just ask uh, maybe a few personal questions when it comes to finances before just quick quick today have there been any time especially i'm not even talking about school you know school i don't know there's rich <laughs> people back then in school that they don't even lack you know they send money always <laughs> recently <laughs> and of course you you've been earning you've had a job for a while so has there been any time uh that you were really broke like really, <laughs> really broke <laughs> and how I did was, you uh, navigate <laughs> that time if there has been because oh. for me there have been times mm-hmm. where I, I was broke so, so <laughs> I, are you saying back in school or like no i, I said no now of course back in school you're expected oh, no. to be broke and you're still com- <laughs> upcoming then you might not really give us now <laughs> the tips at the moment <laughs> to be honest I, I i can't remember any time that i was actually broke and not because i actually earn a lot of money but because mm. 
number one i live within my means and i budget well so again for me just like you i don't like to ask people for money i don't like to ask people for gentle care ever since i left school i was responsible for myself i started working nyse and then my proper job so i always try to whatever i i earn i always try to like budget save and um, i wasn't even investing i mean early back in those days i wasn't investing i was just basically just saving right so, so you invest and, now <laughs> well yeah i mean we can we can say that <laughs> and would you suggest that people should invest these days so it's better for you to yeah to it is and, uh, it's essential saving you know saving cannot actually multiply your money because of course inflation and every other thing so but investing would and multiply your money for you so no matter how how good saving can be it's you can so again i think for me i i usually just i mean my own um habit is i usually just have like a portion that i save and then a portion of my income that i invest so because i mean those sources those those things actually then um, they are for different purposes so i save for a particular purpose and then i invest for a particular purpose right so but have there been any time you had to touch your investment because you needed money no because my savings usually cover for my um for my emergencies or what have you so i so again for me on a personal note i i think this is this thing i always say to my friends my own habit is that um i have like um different purposes for my money i spend in basically so i have and, and this is this popular types of demand of money i'm taking us back to economics in secondary school these i did actionary I, I was arguing with you will listen to this definitely i told him <laughs> i know economics a lot he was asking me <laughs> the formula for gdp i said who that one <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm so basically i i do the transactionary precautionary and speculative so transactionary basically is to like meet my everyday needs so mm. i want to buy groceries i want to do well, i didn't do that in my own economics store are you serious? Which school did you go to? Uh, I went to one public school like that. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody did that in economics now. Transactionary so, yeah. and all that. Yes, that's Maybe. all types of demand of money. I wasn't listening in class, most likely, because I can't remember oh, that. Yeah, most likely. It's Adam Smith. I still know Adam Smith. Do <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what he, <laughs> his definition was. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah so yeah basically so transactionary basically is to like um it's it's the everyday use i want to buy this i want to buy a recharge card i want to do this i want to do that so it's that's the normal everyday use then precautionary is for emergencies so for example maybe i have a flat tire you know of course all those things were not planned for right mm-hmm. and I mean, when those things happen, you you didn't expect it would, but when it happens, you don't expect to go to your friends to borrow you urgent key and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, those type of money meets those needs. For me, I usually put aside some money for maybe my exams and everything. That's why I put my savings mm-hmm. and everything because those are like 
maybe not emergencies but like it's something that i know i would need and i don't want to put it in my um, account that i use for my everyday use so again i have a separate account for those things for my transactionary i have a separate account for it from my precautionary use i have a separate account for it so so that i don't then mix it up Hmm. and everything so that has always been helpful for me and then speculative is the investment So speculative is maybe I want to like do an investment, mm-hmm. which is based on my my goal, my investment goal. Maybe it's short term or medium term or long term. So it's just transactionary, precautionary, and speculative, and that so has so far helped me. From from the emergency, the if I have extra, and I need money for extra things, other things. So nothing so so sudden has happened. But I don't know. Maybe the month is not yet over. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> nothing, maybe nothing flat has happened because I I always just budget and plan well. So yeah, what I'm I saying is in that situation goals, that, so. that I have I have extra in that emergency. Okay. Thing, you know, uh, the emergency is like okay in case I need money for anything so urgent. But let's say this is the yeah. 25th of this month and then nothing mm-hmm. has happened to mm-hmm. 25th. But I'm not sure of the rest of the month. Uh, of, of the rest okay. days and i need money for other things maybe i've exhausted the transactionary <laughs> what would you say is it okay to just <laughs> dip into the emergency and use it for the well uh, well maybe you can i mean it depends on you of course okay. it's your money still mm. and if you're in need of money why would you suffer when you have money elsewhere right yeah, yeah. so of course you can take your money and then use it but again i think it has to also deal with i mean setting realistic goals so if you know that this money is not enough for me for this month i say that i'm budgeting twenty thousand era or thirty thousand era for this month to cover my transactionary needs right and i've already over the months i've worked it out and i see that this is actually realistic and it will meet my goals so but if if something then happens out of the blues i mean that's why the precautionary is there and then of course you go there and pick it up to use mm. right so but i mean where you should not go to is the speculative the investment because it's investment for a reason but so i'm even I worried about it. the realistic thing now because now <laughs> there are situations whereby i'm trying to be realistic but i'm i'm giving space <laughs> okay. for luxury i don't know if that makes sense A luxury now, yeah maybe normally I should take a can of coke maybe once in a week. Or <laughs> I now calculate okay for every day or two times a day unnecessary and I'm saying I'm just being realistic. But necessary those things are not so important. I'm just saying even when trying to be realistic how far can our that go being realistic? How far can it go because there are situations whereby you are saying you are being realistic but you know that you're actually stepping beyond what you really need to give you space for maybe some level of enjoyment and i understand okay mm. once in a while you should not stop yourself at least enjoy life but yeah. you know there are times like okay i'm not, i'm actually including it to be my everyday <laughs> life when i know that okay maybe i can spend more investing i don't know if that makes sense so what should be the level of these realistic goals and all that well however way it makes sense to you because even for me i also I also make allowance for enjoyment because of course it's YOLO, you live only once. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I make allowance for enjoyment, but again, you need to be disciplined. Actually, mm. you need to be because for me as well, I 
I like the good things of life. I like good clothes and good shoes. <laughs> so <laughs> I I try because I know that I like those things. I try to get them like maybe every month or whatever because I want them, right? So and they've already made provision for that. So if I then now see like a very beautiful shoe and and I'm going deep in my hands into my emergency needs to buy a shoe, I feel like it's not um reasonably Financial. reasonable enough and it's not it doesn't show discipline so mm-hmm. yeah it's true that um you need to like have do you know flex sometimes and say oh i beg i just want to do this thing i beg mm-hmm. so let but yeah again you, you let me talk like <laughs> you still need to be disciplined it's important mm-hmm. to be disciplined because if you mm-hmm. if you're not disciplined then you won't be able to meet your financial goal you keep going back to your mistakes and at the end of the day you would take everything out so mm-hmm. yeah just be disciplined and be consistent and be realistic and that's mm-hmm. what i think mm-hmm. so basically everything starts from planning and of course you've shown us a lot though you said you don't get broke so we can't learn from you as part that <laughs> you're, showing, you're giving us that rich <laughs> rich anti vibes no problem i think we'll no it's not rich anti vibes it's just <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because we, we are thinking okay maybe there was a time it hits you badly and then how oh, did you navigate it well we take that from you just like that anyways <laughs> we, mani- we manage what you have for us but basically i think i've i've learned a few things which are very powerful uh when it comes to planning and you know separate the money don't just put everything together to when you put everything together and that is where budgeting comes in like be intentional when it comes to all that what's your take when it comes to investment generally because you know few of us we've we've been involved in f- some funny investment and didn't really come out well so of course because we mentioned investing and when you want to multiply your money you can multiply through investment so when it comes to investment generally what would you advise us on that well for investment i would say do your due diligence well because of course you don't want to fall for so many ponzi schemes that we have out there right now so do your due diligence and um, also um, set your investment goals so for example if um you have an investment maybe a short-term goal or a medium-term goal or a long-term goal however it is there are different investments that you can do to achieve all of those goals that you have so maybe maybe shares maybe um maybe stocks maybe uh, mutual funds maybe treasury bills whatever goal you want to achieve i mean just set your goals and invest in that line right and also um, understand your level of risk some people are risk averse some people are risk tolerant so understand mm. your level of risk so yes. that would help you to to know the mm. type of um, um in- investment to to go into so again but most importantly do your due diligence don't just invest in anything because your friend is doing it because somebody has gotten our returns mm. and all of these things i mean most of these things out there i mean they're so unreal and of course it may give so it, it may have profited some people but that doesn't mean that it's legit in that sense so do your due diligence well mm, mm, mm. that that some people are enjoying it or they are cashing yes. out doesn't really mean yes. it's it's legit exactly. or it's worth exactly. putting the money I mean, so that's to not end in premium tiers at the end of the day so 
make sure that you don't lose your hard-earned money to some evil people out there that they just want to take from you so actually if you're cool with losing it huh? it's fine <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. some people they don't mind <laughs> if you're not uh, do your due diligence it's important yeah and also please don't borrow money to invest mm. i mean it's 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 so it's so bad because i mean why is it investment when you are borrowing money to invest some people would actually borrow money to invest and i feel like that is wrong there have been cases where i, I did too anyways and <laughs> <laughs> thank god you are confessing oh. now I, I still have another question in that line though because if you're okay. very sure of I think my own case was like okay I invested in something that wasn't real and it, okay. it did not come out well and if I were to be in Nigeria maybe I would not be saying what I wanted to say now or what I'm about to say now but I've noticed that even for people here the life here is all about debt like you, you even hear someone like Robert Kiyosaki saying it like mm-hmm. when you're investing you don't even use your money you use people's yeah. money to yeah, true, to invest true. and do all that so now if it is actually a very legit of, of course I understand if we're actually talking to someone that is still trying to survive and investment might not be you know it might be so rocky sometimes but if I'm so sure I've done my due diligence and I think okay I can really cash out with this thing because i'm thinking if i can borrow money even from the bank let's not say from someone at three percent interest rate and i noticed that this thing is actually giving five percent i can pay back the bank just take the two percent on it and if it's cool like if i can borrow something very huge to do it so what do you think in that situation because you mentioned okay not borrowing money but if i've done if i did my due diligence or i've done my due diligence and i feel it can still work out what do you think about well from my own perspective i would say that it's a different case if you're trying to finance a company so if you're trying to finance a company definitely there's a level of leverage Mm. that you have to have to say oh i want to have this um, percentage of debt i want to have this percentage of equity right Mm. but this is different this is more of a just, personal yeah, um just few yeah. investments things exactly. all around exactly this is this is this is this is less technical this is about you your life right so mm. i think it's it's i would still say that it's it's not good to borrow money to invest live within your means if you have 20000 if you have 20000 era loan to invest invest it steadily and consistently live within that achieve it and build it over time mm. Don't borrow 100,000 Naira to invest. And even if it's profitable at the end of the day and then you return the money, I feel like it still doesn't make sense. I mean, live within your own means. Try to invest what you have. And over time, make it grow. And then you you, you grow and then you, you get the, the profits. So it's different if you're trying to finance a company. That one is, is, is very technical and you're trying to look at different financial um levels uh, this one is mm. more like um your personal financial goals and i would still say that i should not um borrow money to invest mm. because generally even from what you've said investment is something that you might still be even after doing your due diligence let's say for instance there are stocks that even went down like mm-hmm. crazily done so after doing your due d- diligence and everything 
you might not even be sure if it's still going to be profitable or you might be at loss and if you've borrowed money to do that it's serious debt and which yeah. sometimes you might just avoid that you know if it's not something like mm-hmm. maybe you're financing a company as you've said mm-hmm. and uh, i don't know if you have maybe a final thought yeah i think my final word is what i've already said that the best form of investment is in yourself mm-hmm. invest in yourself when you invest in yourself it over time it, it may not look so good i mean initially but over time it would create more money for you in the future mm. because then you would have added value to yourself and that value that you've added to yourself would create more money for you by making you better than your colleagues your contemporaries and so on so invest in yourself while you're investing in securities and every other thing try to also invest in yourself mm-hmm. thank you for that invest in yourself and that's much more important than anything if you're expecting a period or anything in anything you're doing i think when you have more value that you can add to maybe an organization or to people generally or anything that's when you should expect an increase in what you're getting so that's very important invest in yourself thank you for sharing thank you for doing this once again it's a pleasure having you here thank you for having me uh thank you and thank you everyone who has listened this far i really appreciate it and i hope to see you next week when we also talk about more about management and we look at other aspects of management thank you and have a blessed weekend bye